Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. All right. Welcome to Frontline. Servant Leadership in a Nutshell. I'm Pastor Chavez. I'm Brother Jesse Pena. Amen. And we're we're excited to get back at it. Um, We're going to do a part two uh, of Serving the Backslider. Serving the backslider, we covered a lot last week, but I think we were pretty broad and not, or we were general um, in terms of what we covered. So we wanted to do a part two today, uh, but I guess we'll do a, a quick recap, I guess it's called, um, of uh, serving the backslider, helping working with a backslider. I'm not sure because I don't remember what we titled that. <laughs> I, you know, I don't remember what we titled either. Right. That's my army showing. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but we did talk about the prodigal son. Yeah. And uh, we talked about welcoming them home and we talked about not judging them, which is uh, pretty important when you're welcoming a backsider back home. Yeah. Um, we all need to make sure that when we're dealing with backsliders or when we are working and helping and serving backsliders and not treating them. We did talk quite a bit about um, trying to break the mindset of. Uh serving uh or you know people say oh how to treat the backslider when they come back and we took we talked about it. it's important to break that mindset and to bring a servant uh servant leadership type of mindset into that um you know because it could do a lot of damage when you when you don't break that mindset and you're thinking how do i treat them how do i treat them uh we are kind of doing a study on on um the word treat the word treat is to behave toward or deal with uh, someone in a certain way and, and you know, one of the things I think me and you both observed and noticed is when we kind of like, ah, that wasn't a good enough definition. We we're looking for something a little bit deeper. Everything we found was uh, very emotionless. Right. It, it didn't have a whole lot of humility right. in the definitions of treat. Whereas serve, you found some really good definitions of yeah, serve. Yeah, we found some really good definitions of serve. Um, and I like, I think it really brings to light the fact that when you're treating someone you're, you are, you're emotionless. There's not a lot of humility right. in treating them because maybe you feel like they just need to be dealt with that way. Um, well, they need, they deserve that and they deserve this or they deserve what they're getting. And um, sometimes a person backslides uh, and it's not pretty when yeah. they backslide. It's, it's, it's a, it's a bitter event for someone to backslide, not just for the backslider, but maybe for the church or maybe for the family or families that they were close to, or if they were close to the pastor um, or someone in the church, it becomes kind of a messy event. And uh, uh, I imagine in a lot of churches, they try to reach out to a backslider, try to help them before it happens. And so it gets messy and that person still leaves despite all the ones that are trying to help them. And so those people are upset. Um, they are, uh, they're hurt in essences and ways. Yeah. And so when they come back home and they make the choice to come back home, you treat them guarded. You're guarded with them. They're treated like, well, 
I don't want to get hurt again. Yeah. Or I don't want, and they're held at a distance and there's not a little, there's not a lot of emotion putting them into, although the reunion and the praying through, if we want to call it, they prayed through, that might be emotional. Um, yeah. And that's a, I think that's a good emotion to have. Kind yeah. Of like, Cause you're, you're, there's some hope, there's encouragement there. But now all of a sudden they're back Yeah, and we're treating them a certain way. Mm-hmm. People have them at an arm distance and, uh, you don't, you're not as kind to them as you were before or however you want to be. But I think when we look and define that word treat, it really brings to light that please don't treat the backslider. Don't treat them emotionally uh, and, and without humility and don't talk about them in the background. Well, they don't hear it. No, God hears it. God hears it. And we shouldn't be, dis- we shouldn't be gossiping or talking about the backslider behind their back or in front of them. They need to be um, served with respect and served yeah. with uh, uh, dignity and honor and love. And so, I mean, when we really define that word treat and when, so what, that's one of the things we wanted to define today is treat and serve. What does it mean to treat the backslider? What does it mean to serve the backslider? Um, we, we're going we're gonna to give you a whole episode today on those two things. And so when you're treating them, you're treating them without motion. You're a lot of times you're treating them without care or without respect or without humility. Which we've talked about uh, emotional intelligence, being able to separate yourself from the situation, not be. Um, you you mentioned it earlier, and I, I that kind of turned the light bulb on for me was when you said guarded. You do it guardedly, right? Yeah, um, that is even a word. But you do it with this kind of defense a little bit. You're not completely that, and that's what allows you to. That I think is defines treat. Now yep. you're just treating. You're not serving because yep. you're not fully committing. Right. You, you're, there's terms on how you're going to help. You know, help the backslider get through some of these things. Right. And I, I say help because I'm not using the word serve because I'm defining this scenario right. is that you're not truly serving. You want to be a, a person who serves the backslider, like right. the example that we were, we covered the prodigal son. You want to you want to serve. You want to um, you don't want to just treat them a certain way when they come back. Right. And so let's let's put a let's put a truth bomb on this because I want this to define this in your mind. Don't treat the backslider. Right. Don't treat the backslider. Serve the backslider tie treating someone to negative terms and we don't want to be negative about someone that's made the decision to come home that god has been pulling on to come home and we treat them a certain way it it, it'll always end up bad if we do that um but instead serve and serving is a whole different category it's a total different um animal uh but I want to stay on this treat thing for a little while before we go into serve because we've all seen, and if you're listening, you know, backsliders that came home and it was not a warm welcome. They may have prayed through and everybody was happy. Um, but now the pastor's running around and he's putting out all kinds of fires because that person came home and maybe they left bitterly. Maybe there were issues and problems. Um, And so now the pastor's having to go and he's having to put out fires with people other than the backslider because the backslider is being treated a certain way. And we all know someone that didn't make it because they weren't treated right. Right. They were treated poorly upon coming home. And I understand there's a lot of dynamics to situations. Um, There's a lot of different dynamics. A person may backslide and they divorced while they were backslidden and they came back 
and their ex-wife is here, and now they're here. So there's that situation is going to be handled one way. A person backslid, and they got pregnant or got someone else pregnant, and they're the the woman that they got pregnant or whatever it is that went on, if it's a male or female, um, they're going to church now. And so there's dynamics that have to be handled and dealt with by the pastor. But overall, we're talking about serving them and not treating them. Be careful that you don't treat someone according to their sin, according to why they backslid, according yeah. to... Because um, you'll keep that guarded posture that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. You're going to keep it, and you're, it's, you're not going to be able to break away from the mindset of, how do I really help this person? Because to help is to serve, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that deeper. But, I mean, you, it's a commitment you're making, and I don't want to walk away from treat because right. we're still on treat. But. Right. Yeah, and so really define to yourself if you're listening, define to yourself, am I treating people or am I, am I serving them? Um, if I'm treating somebody, can we read that little piece of the definition? It's emotionless. There's not a lot of humility. You know, they deserve to be treated like that. They deserve, you know, whatever comes to them. Stay away from that stuff because you can hurt somebody's recovery. And we don't want to hurt someone's recovery. We want to assist them. I didn't like the word deal with in a certain yeah. way. Because it says to to uh, behave toward or deal with a certain way. I, di- I didn't like that definition, but yeah. we looked up other ones, and, and it said to deal with, to, to take care of. And, it, it you know, take care of is a little, sounds a little bit more kind of yeah. like serving, but that, that's kind it's of It's still like, not even as deep. It's not as yeah. deep as, as serving, as, as in, and we have a good example of that, yeah. which we're going to cover in this episode. We're going to cover this in a little bit, but I want the the process to or the the term and the definition to be put really hard and heavy within our, uh, our minds and our spirits about treating the backslider. If the father in the prodigal son, if the father would have treated his backslidden son, the same way that the brother did, then the son may not have stayed very long. He may have walked away as soon as he got there. Could have said, this is what I walked away from. This yep. is why I left. Yep. And you know, um, and who knows what they felt, who knows how the devil lied to them mm. or lied to him, you know, uh, but the father opened him with open arms and served him and served the prodigal son. And that was his salvation. So, I mean, as the church, when you're and you have a backslider that's coming home, um, think about that. Think about what they could be feeling. And if you know someone that's in the church that's got a problem with a backslider or has an issue with that backslider, uh, you know, try to resolve that through prayer. Try to resolve those problems through prayer and through counseling with your pastor. Do not go to other saints mm. and talk about what that backslider did before they left or while they were gone. Get away from that. Um, because what you judge by, you are going to be judged by. And so get away from talking about the backslider and having those discussions because you're going to hurt them. You're going to hurt other families. You're going to hurt your own personal growth, and you're going to hurt your own family. Um, and you never know. You may end up having a family member that backslides one day, and you, God forbid that that ever happens, but you want them to be served and not treated like their sin. You want them to come home. And so, you know, serve the backslider. Don't treat them. Pound that concept into your mind. Don't treat them. Um, don't treat them. Serve them. What does it mean to treat? Discover that yourself. Look this up. Look this up and pray about what we're talking about today. 
because it's very serious. And I think every pastor, every apostolic pastor, um, has a deep love for everyone that's still in the church and those that have gone. There's a very deep love for that. Um, and he wants all of his kids to come home and stay home. You know, because that was the example of Christ. Like he was always a, was calling, yeah, for people that that were you know lost or or just so if we call them home, yeah. So if we can, I I don't know. I just make them make this term sit in your heart and in your head that when you are working with a backslider, are you treating them? Do they deserve to be treated this way? Do they, should I be treating them this way? How do I serve them? Is that word too shallow? You know, is, yeah. is what you, the treatment, let's just say treatment because that's what it is. Is it too shallow? Yeah. Does it need to go deeper? Like when we're going to talk about serve right now yeah. in a second. And so, yeah, let's, get, let's go ahead and get into that because I think we've hit it. We're probably going to come back to it because as a pastor right now, I think about backsliders that have left our church, people that have gotten the Holy Ghost. And when I pray for them, I'm telling you, my heart hurts. And I want them to come home and be as if the way it's always been. Um, and I know in ways that it can't be, but I don't want it to be that way because I have treated them that way. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, I, I want them to come back home and feel like, you know, this is, this is home. I can come back to rest and I can worship God and I can love God and I can love my brothers and sisters and my brothers and sisters. Um, you know, they, they love me. So, uh, but serve, serve is a totally different word. Yeah. Um, the definition, according to Merriam-Webster, the first one is to be a servant, to be a servant. And we can define, we've been defining that for eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, to assist a celebrant, to assist a celebrant. Who are we celebrating? When the backslider comes home, are we celebrating the fact that we prayed them back home? Did we, what, what really part did we play on it? Or can we put ourselves aside and say, we are going to assist the one that's coming home. We're going to make the environment home-like, like they never left. You know, the presence of God is better here because they're here now. We're going to assist them in every possible way um, that we can to be favorable to them. Um, to, to be favorable to them means to just accept them in a manner that is opened arms. We want you here. You need to be here. We love you so very much. Um, you know, we, we love you and we don't want you to be gone. We don't, we don't want you to go missing. So we're favoring you. We are, uh, we're, we, how can we assist you? How can we serve you? How can we love you more? You know, what, what can we do for you that, uh, uh, makes you feel more connected and more plugged in. And if I can say this, the last thing that a backslider wants to feel like is that people hold against them the sin that they've committed before they came back. Um, that's a really serious thing, and, and no backslider needs to have that over their head. Hanging by saints of God that are in the church, 
that should be serving them and not treating them. Um, so serving someone is completely different and it's a commitment. It's a commitment of the whole church to yeah. serve the backslider. It's a commitment of the entire congregation that we need to take very, very seriously. So, you know, we've been, we've been wanting to use, I wanted to pull some, uh, you know, one of the things that we have both is a military experience and we're yeah. inspired by some of the things that we've gone through in our careers. Um, some of the things that we've not only just seen or been part of, but just even what we learn, you know, and one of these books, I picked it up on one of my deployments. It's uh, called The Lone Survivor. It's by Marcus Luttrell. And uh, there's this, I was, we were talking about this yeah. last week, but we just wanted to wait and we were waiting to, yeah. for this is a, one of the things we wanted to define a little bit more. Yeah. We wanted to define a little bit more before we laid the groundwork to talk about this concept. But I was sharing with you yep. this book I read, there was this part where Marcus Luttrell is in this just unimaginable gunfight. I mean, this guy to escape the, the threat, which were at the time, the Taliban, um, he was jumping down these mountains in Afghanistan, hurling himself off these mountains. And he was uh, rolling through trees, through rocks and all these things. And, and there, it wasn't just once or twice he jumped off this mountain. He was just to get away from the enemy and gain ground on them. He would have to do this numerous times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a really, really interesting, like, I mean, just a gunfight alone would kind of had me just dialed into this book and I was very intrigued. Yeah. <clears throat> but one of the things that I had learned from in this book was this term or this uh, type of act of these of these villagers that went to, to, to basically provide protection or a way yeah. out. Um, as he fell down this mountain, he landed and he was able to evade a little bit and he got into this, this pool and he was kind of drinking and hydrating, trying to collect himself. But he was really injured at this very point. injured. I think, uh, I believe a broken back, like gunshot wounds, all that. Yep. I mean, this guy was, he was, um, to the point of, he, he, you know, he definitely needed to collect himself. And uh, as he's sitting in this pool, he's these these men walk upon him, and he's trying to decipher at that moment: are these enemies or are they friendly? And he, you know, he confronts them. He goes, "Hey, are you guys Taliban? Are you Taliban?" And they were saying, "No Taliban, no Taliban." And they were assuring uh, Marcus Latrazi he's sitting there in, the, in that pool. He's bleeding out. Right. Uh, he was. They were assuring him that, "Hey, we're we're friendly, and uh, they're going to provide uh, protection and safety." For that, uh, right. for they were about Luttrell. to make a decision. Yeah, right. Very important decision. So they're communicating with him. He's wanting to know: Are you enemy? Because I've been running. I'm hurt. I'm injured. Yeah. I just, I may have just put myself in the pool of death, and I'm not going to survive. <laughs> and he did think that. He's like, man, yeah. these guys are just going to. They're going to kill me. Yeah. But they assured him, telling him, "No Taliban. We're not the Taliban." And then the decision that these uh, people that found him that they needed to make. Um, this was going to be quite a decision. Major implication. Right? So what was that? What it, I mean, they're basically going to say, we're going to take care of him, but it's more than that. It's not just, we're going to take care of him. Yeah. And we're not going to treat you. Right. We're going to serve you. We're going to, we're going to, you know, and the thing worth mentioning is that Marcus Luttrell is, he was a medic by his, right. you know, he's, he's a Navy SEAL, but he has his, one of his things that he provided that specialty service was that he was a medic. Right. So he, not only can he treat other people's wounds, he can, he's knowledgeable enough to treat his own wounds. Well, during that immense gunfight that he was in um, and jumping down the numerous mountains, he lost his medical supplies. And he kept thinking back, man, if I just had my medical supplies, I can treat my wounds and stuff. But yeah. the, the thing is that this, this, uh, this safety, this, this, this law that, that they're held to these villagers, that they're 
juggling back and forth whether they're going to provide this for Marcus Luttrell or not. It's much more than just treating his wounds. Right. So they're they're about to make this decision that's more than treating his wounds. Um, We're going to take them in, but it's not just us that's going to take him in. The whole of villages. Right. And the whole village is going to make a commitment to him. Yeah. Down to their children, you know. (laughs) And, and this is something I mean, maybe, um, you know, Pastor, you could speak to it, but this is something like uh, from a ministerial experience, uh, you know, right experience. Like, yeah, when you take over a church, I mean, it's it's not just you. I mean, it's it's affects your, your family. Right. As well. I mean, and you guys, are, everyone has to be locked in and committed that this is what we're going to do. Right. So, I mean, a backslider comes home. We're happy and we're excited about it, but it's got to be more than just the excitement of right. the pastor or a few people. But that backslider coming home is going to be accepted by the entire church. And then the entire church is going to have to take some sort of responsibility for taking care of them. And that doesn't mean that the church is counseling him, that the church. No. No, we're not right. talking about those things. So don't take it out of context of, uh, if you're listening, don't take it out of context where they're saying, well, 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 Frontline Pastor Chavez gave us permission <laughs> to counsel backsliders. No, he did not. What I'm saying is, is that we love them and we care for them spiritually in regards to how we accept them back into the church, how they're served, people are praying with them, uh, people are treating them or serving them as members of the family, not treating them as well, they made mistakes, so we can't really get that close to them. Or right. what mistakes they've made, I don't want my kids to make that mistake. You know, you, you can have all that kind of thought in your mind, but serve them in essence of don't worry about it. It's not your responsibility to worry about their past sin. Protect them. Keep them here. Don't let their past condemn them. Don't let their past get them out of here. Don't let their past come for them in ways that you're praying for them, fasting for them, loving them making sure they're served as a part of the family. And that was what this village did for Marcus Luttrell. They were willing to die for him all the way down to the last child. Yeah. And this is something, I mean, this is this is an extreme example, but yep. why not teach our children how to be servants, right? Right. Why not teach them, and at least at very minimum, they're watching, right? right? If you were to take this injured man, Marcus Luttrell, who's, who's got obvious bullet wounds, broken legs, broken back, all this stuff, and put him in the mil- middle of the village, I can almost uh, guarantee you any child in that village would identify that he needs help. Right. That he needs some type of m- medical help. But in the same regards, you know, our kids come to church, if if they're, you know, and if, if uh, they see someone that comes and they're going to the altar and they're leaving everything, they're... There's no doubt in my mind that my, even my, my youngest son can identify, hey, there's, he needs help, you know, right. and, I, and I would hope a servant leader would grab this and take it to your house and, and start to begin to open that conversation, that dialogue. And now it's a big responsibility. I'm not saying like right. my son's going to go minister to anybody. Or, right. But you know what? Yeah. It, it's something that we should be able to identify that, hey, maybe, you know, after church, we stay and hang around and fellowship. Right. One hour, two hours after, because we know that that backslider, they need that. That we are servicing right. them with fellowship. Yeah, we're you know, and, and at the same time, if a backslider starts to open doors up because they're injured, that really you're not, you shouldn't be hearing about or or, or talking about. Right. Then you need to be aware enough to know how to uh, 
redirect that conversation. Sure. Don't get involved and get involved in the juiciness of, of the talk of why they backslid or what they've gone through. Learn how to redirect and yeah. learn how to serve them and don't let them stay injured, keep injuring themselves by bringing it up. Hey, we don't need to talk about that, man. We're just glad you're here. Glad you're back. We want to have dinner with you. Yeah. You know, we, we want to hang out. We want to play basketball or we want to do this or we want to do that. We're going to stay away from that. Yeah. But we're going to put them in a good environment. Yeah. And we're, we're healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking about, because <clears throat> some of these people, when they come back, I mean, we don't know the, the wounds that they had. And, and right. I, I was, uh, we were comparing Marcus Latrell that he was in dire need of some help. He's bleeding out. Right. Um, so, but to get back to what put him in that situation was one, it was a threat, you know, yep. that he was running from. Right. It was a very real threat. And, and a, the, the other thing was his own, his own, the way he took about that to escape, which is the only way, but he threw himself down mountains. But that's right. how desperate he was to that's live. That's how he got home. Yeah. Yep. And some of our backsliders, when they're, when they're, you got to think they're faced with these situations that, that some of us can't even imagine because maybe we're blessed enough to only be raised in the church, but, and, and never have backslidden, right? Yep. But he was willing, the backslider is willing to, to go through perils of danger to bring themselves back to the house yeah, of God. Yeah, they, they could and have we need come to serve them. Yep, they threw themselves. They could have thrown themselves down uh, uh, spiritual mountains and climbed up spiritual mountains yeah. just to get home. They fought unbelievable battles uh, uh, or pushed themselves uh, past terrors in mm. order just to get back to the church. Right. And the last thing that they should fight to stay here is the church. Yeah, exactly. We should love them and care for them. And we can do that without needing to know what happened. Yeah, absolutely. We can do that without needing to know what happened. Uh, the pastor may need to know what happened, but the people don't. So, you know, serving the backslider is, is, is very important how we serve them and we don't treat them. Um, and we care for them, uh, in, in ways that Jesus Christ has cared for us. And we need to extend that same kind of care. Amen. And so we're hoping today we put something in your heart and something in your mind to give you to pray about. You need to pray about this. Am I treating the backslider? Or am I serving them? Uh, and what's my responsibility in this whole thing in regards to a backslider coming home? What's your responsibility as a, as a servant in the church, as a saint in the church, as a servant leader in the church? What's your responsibility? Um, yeah. And then take that responsibility serious. Amen. So I hope, I hope you got something out of this. And if this is your first time listening, Hey, welcome. Yeah, it's good welcome. to have you. Good welcome to have aboard. you. We're glad you're listening. <laughs> we hope we can serve you with something good. Yeah. Um, go back and listen to the other episodes. If this is your first time, if it's your second time, if you've been following us for a while, um, go back and listen again anyway. Yeah. Uh, because I think you'll get something out of it and you'll catch some nuggets that maybe you didn't catch. Yeah, we've definitely first time. tried our hardest to equip the servant leader with, with many tools um, that they can use. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about uh, making this this email. We want to make an email where people could probably provide yeah. feedback, yep. um, you know, any anything like that. But, you know, I would really love to hear from a servant leader or anybody how this maybe helped them out. Yeah. You know, did it help you in a certain situation? You don't have to give the details, but like, hey, I really needed this. And I recalled on, you know, maybe episode two where you guys talked about this. Yeah. But it would be very not only encouraging, but it would, it you know, we, we've said that we're going to talk about this until we feel like, hey, we're. We're pastor. We're we're going to move on to something. Other topics, not serving leadership. Yeah. But this is just such a. It, every time we we 
talk about it. It's multifaceted. It turns into something else. It's spider webs. And I'm like, hey, what about this? You know, what about this yeah. example of servant leader? We so, can go on this for a long oh, time. probably. But yeah, we'll we'll get together an email and um, we'll set it up so that way you can email us and give us your story about if any of these episodes have helped you and how they've done that, how they help you grow. If you've never been familiar with servant leadership before, maybe this is the first time you've ever heard it since we've been talking about it. Tell us about your experience with it, what you think about it. We'd love to learn and know about that. Um, and then give us some feedback, other subjects that we've talked about that have helped you and, and how that's been done. Um, we'll get an email out so that way you can uh, uh, do that. But please listen to us. Listen to our podcast. We want to leave us some us. feedback. Like us. Right? Like us. Like <laughs> us, please. Give us some feedback uh, on your, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, Spotify, yeah. Google, Google Podcasts. Uh, I know please, we're on yeah. Holy Ghost Radio. Every- we're on Holy Ghost Radio. But leave us some feedback uh, uh, on that. It helps us to get found. Uh, leave us some positive feedback. But if it's negative, leave that too. We're all right with that. Um, but it helps us to get found. It helps to keep our listing up high so people can find this topic um, or find our podcast. And it, it's great to hear from you guys. And a lot have already le- left it, but um, leave us feedback. We really appreciate that. Give us a listen. Amen. We hope you like this and enjoy this. Every Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Holy Ghost Radio, channel number 2, HGR2. Give us a listen. All right. God bless. It's Pastor Chavez. God bless. Brother Jesse, God bless. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program, or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app, or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.